Thank you. This is Boogie Robertson. This is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is for the love of football. This is the road to 2022, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. A long year is finally over. The XFL kicked off, closed down, and before a dying breath, just like the Terminator, lifted its thumb up, telling us, it all would be okay one day to return and complete the mission of reimagining the game. This is episode 151. Brian, some year, huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, that was easy. Yes, it was some year uh, in 2020. Jeez, oh my. Uh, the ups and downs of this year, Alan, it's it's uh, 2020. One for the books. Yes, in, in a lot of bad ways, for sure, for people, but in a lot of good ways, because we did get the XFL, in fact, kicking off earlier. This time, do our check-ins, Bryant. This time last year, we were preparing one month away from kickoff. The world was in front of us. We were bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. We went through half a season. We learned a lot of lessons and got really excited. Unfortunately, the league was shut down, but we're finishing the year off with hope and really we didn't know what the end of the year would entail right going into 2020 we thought a lot of these leagues they they come into the spring and they're one and dones the thing about the xfl bryant we have hope after the first year even though it was only half a year it's very bizarre but ending with hope is something that i was hoping for and we're getting it we're finishing off the damn year with hope so many people wanted the XFL in the same year to announce that it's going to kick off and have a kickoff. Well, the XFL did that in 2020, just in a different order because they had the kickoff in February. <laughs> and then they announced later on in the year that they're going to kick off again in 2022. Uh, a bizarro year. Uh, a lot of memories to be made. Long Island, oh, excuse me. Whoops. Alan, uh, that. It's another just, podcast. Think, we just did that one. Yeah, That's on podcast. the other yeah. podcast. So I'm a little confused. Um, I think at this time last year, you and I were getting ready to get on our flights to Houston. Yeah, we had yeah we had already been in uh, Stamford for the draft a couple months prior, and then we were prepping I was for in that Vegas Houston for mini trip. Camp. Ooh, yeah, there was a lot going on. Now we've just been home, reading up on any news we can, doing these shows, and we're still doing them, and it's a different vibe. But in the end, what we're going to talk about throughout the rest of this show is the latest you need to know when it comes to the XFL, but also having that in our hearts and in our minds going into 2021, knowing that in 2022, there's going to be a kickoff in the XFL. We have basically a year-long road trip now, Bryant, a year-long road trip, talking XFL, prepping a, a whole nother kickoff, a whole nother league. So that's what we have to look forward to. And... It was some damn year. Let's wrap it all up in a bow with this final show at 2020. 724-5654-XFL is the number for you to call. XFL Fan Line is open 24-7-365. Call, leave a voicemail, 
or text message. Text messaging rates standard do apply, you know, so send them. Uh, but we'd love to have your calls air on the show. So call in, leave a voicemail if you have a comment, a question, a thought, anything, an experience you had in 2020 going to an XFL game or being an XFL fan. We want to hear it. 724-565-4XFL. And that number's right there. If you're watching on YouTube, you could even see it because we do have the YouTube channel, Brian, which blew up in 2020. More The podcast was killing it going into the year. So Good job on our YouTube channel. And thanks to everybody there for subscribing and helping us build up numbers there. That's really cool. Seeing different parts of the show really build up the fan base and everybody get interactive, just like they are on Twitter and Instagram at XFL show. I mean, made some friends in 2022, Bryant. We can't forget that. A lot of friends, a lot of football freaks that uh, we got to know personally and just through the internet and talking XFL football all year long. No, definitely was a... um uh, a lot of fun getting to meet a lot of the people that we uh, had been talking to for so long leading up to the road to 2020 that when we got to kickoff, you know, the Drews of the world or, or whoever they were that were out there. Mike the Mitchell. Mike Mitchell's as well. Yeah. Shout uh, out. To actually, you know, hang out with them. And, and this journey was so was so long. And to, to have it culminate the way it did was was pretty good. But if you want to start your own YouTube channel and, and kind of do what we do, I think we have some friends that can help you out with that too, right? Absolutely. This week's show is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. And yeah, if you want to do your own show, get it up on YouTube or on your Apple Podcasts and have the world hear you. If you have something interesting to say or you just want to do a show with friends and need some help producing it and you don't want to have to handle all the technical mumbo jumbo, you got a full time job, but you want a podcast on the side. That's what Pretty Easy Podcasts is here for. You go to prettyeasypodcast.com, you hit them up on the contact section and you get the ball rolling, you get your own producer, you get someone to help you out uh, on the road to producing a show and getting it up and running and, and having fun in each and every single week, month, however often you want to do a podcast. If you want to do a podcast, that's the place to go because you're going to get all the help you could ever ask for at a low, low rate. It's all at prettyeasypodcasts.com. And in 2021, they're going to be helping us out and helping out a whole bunch of different shows on all kinds of different topics, sports and not sports. And really, if you have something you want to talk about, you got to go there because there needs to be more voices out there. Bryant, there needs to be more people podcasting because you and I have so much fun doing it. And I know a lot of people out there have always wanted to do it. And that's the place to go because they have this slogan that kind of sums it all up. Well, we have so much fun because uh, they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Sure do. Sure do indeed. All right, let's dink and dunk real quick around the uh, XFL on social media, at least from what I saw this week, Brian. I was on Reddit, and I saw a user called That Redhead 11 post their copy of Tecmo Bowl, a Tecmo Bowl mod. And you know me, I'm a retro gamer. I play all the old stuff. I play Tecmo Bowl way more than any new Madden game or and I'll play all I'll mod up a college football NES Tech Mobile. I'll mod up some NFL. I haven't played an XFL mod yet. Baseball so too, Ken Griffey. Yeah, you got the oh, you, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. That was in Houston, right? Our our Ken Griffey yes, showdown. Damn it, bringing up bad memory. Twenty. I should have known twenty. Should have known twenty twenty was gonna suck after that game. Uh, but I saw on on Reddit someone posted their XFL modded Tech Mobile cartridge, Bryant. And I was like, oh, wow, an XFL mod. I can't wait to pl- find that and play it and get one. But it has Cardell Jones on the cover. Why would he be on the cover of all players? I hope that this user just 
custom made that cover themselves because whoever the modder was, what a bad decision. Should have put Sonic well, it the depends. If it was before the season, he was t- he was some of ours uh, MVP yeah. picks. If you remember yours, correctly. not mine. So, who was yours? Yours? You had a you you, you were half right. No, I you had the PJ. quarterback in Houston. I had PJ. <laughs> I had June Jones. I had June. I bet on June Jones. I should have told Coach that when we had him on. Actually, I was listening to an old show, and you had said that Houston would probably be one of the worst teams because they had a late start. They picked their coach one of the last ones to get picked. Um, but anyway, did I say that? <laughs> Yes, you did. Uh, that would have been a lot of fun. I, Cardell, it makes sense if you know you Maybe it was. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the problem. He had the uh, the the cover jinx that plagues so many professional <laughs> the te- sports. The Tecmo mod. We're blaming it on Sonic this whole time, but really, it, it was just because he was on the, the cover of a video game. It was just the Cardell jinx on Tecmo Bowl. Wow, I didn't even realize it. Well, there you go. Hey, that's right. the answer. That's the answer for Cardell, but. I got to get my hands on that mod. That's for damn sure, Bryant. That's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, maybe over this weekend, I'm going to get into that. Uh, you were on our Twitter posting about an Amazon Prime game. I think I caught some of that. And the only thing I really noticed that was different was all the commercials for only Amazon shows that were like old, too. They're like, go back and watch the show that was on eight months ago. That's what I noticed from it. And that. You know, the game, I guess they had some advanced stats. Well, what first of all, that's that what Fox different? does. That's what NBC does. They run commercials for TV shows that they've been running. But on their that are currently on, not like shows that are old, or at least well, old, I mean, old, dated. Different times. It's weird. Look, I wasn't prepared for this. I don't know if the NFL has done exclusive Prime games. I know games have been on Prime, but I don't know if they've done no like way. exclusive Prime broadcast no. before. But that's what that was. Exclusive Prime broadcast. That wasn't on NFL um, Network. No, exclusive prime broadcast. And um, I was reading about the the NFL's new TV contracts coming up, and it sounds like the Amazon is going to get something that's exclusive to Amazon um, and not on a simulcast with the NFL network or something like that. So in my brain, I'm watching this game, and they said hit right on your remote to see an instant replay or hit down or go in. Now, see, that's where I thought you would get triggered because – Think about it, Alan. Think about you watching an XFL game the way it was presented on television and you hitting right to watch an interview, hitting left to go to the replay review camera, hitting down to go, whatever it is. Like Control. I watch, I spend a lot of my time on my computer. About 80% of my day is on a computer. Imagine watching a football game and on one screen you have the interview, the game you have it over here, you could click on that and watch that when you want. Like I think the XFL was is tailor-made for a partner like Amazon. That would be awesome if you have that kind of control over the broadcast and as a as a viewer and there's all the, these different angles. Um yeah, but then you talk about exposure and you could fall into the but weeds doesn't if doesn't matter. But doesn't matter if if Amazon's throwing 30 million dollars a year at you. Well, if they're giving you season, money, that does that matter? No, no, you're right. For the for the deal that they had before, the exposure is what's necessary. You need but that. we've heard Danny Garcia said is that this TV deal is going to be better than the the previous one? I hope. Now, does that I, mean rights? Yeah, but see, that's is, the thing: is broadcast like, television necessary if you're yes. going to get paid for it? Yeah, I don't no, think. I, it, let me I finish my question. The exposure is it necessary if you're going to get paid. What's the exposure? You need fans. The, you need you people need. to get the ad eyeballs on it. You know how many shows are on? I love. I love streaming. I, I would. I exclusively stream, but. You know, even my when I watch TV, like 
NBC or whatever. I'm streaming it. I'm on a AT&T stream, you know? But the thing is, so many shows get lost in the weeds on Amazon and on Netflix and, and platforms like that. A whole league falling prey to that would be kind of disappointing. So that's why there are still so many people. You've got a friend. I've got a friend. His name's Jake. <laughs> Some people like that who are going to watch, who are going to click. They need the click. They need the TV, old school style, either rabbit ears or through their cable box. You have to have some. Take sort of your Amazon Fire Stick remote and <laughs> click, and you can watch whatever you want. I just you, think the XFL could benefit highly from having a broadcast on Amazon. And if that type of and the NFL is going to do it, it's 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 pretty much out there that the NFL is going to do this exclusive deal with Amazon, whether it be Thursday night football, uh, a game, a couple games on Saturdays at the end of the season, whatever it may be. Uh, this is going to happen, and, and if and if Amazon can provide us with those types of, um, how do I put it, viewing experiences, then I'm all I'm, for it. I'm here and for especially it. if you're getting paid for it. I'm here for it, but of course, you know that there's the business end. Let's see how much sense that makes. It, it needs to just make dollars and cents. You're right. If they're getting paid for it, maybe they say, you know, to hell with the exposure and all that. We want the best, all the money we can get. And maybe that's somewhere they go. Does Amazon want something like that or another platform, a Hulu, maybe? Or we'll see. I'm excited for the future of sports exclusively going to places like that instead of the network TVs. The power shift would be incredible to see how the networks would respond to something like that. This next NFL TV deal will be interesting and a glimpse into that future. But I still think it's a ways away and way too nerdy to talk here as we wind up the year. So let's move on. I don't want to talk anymore. Yeah, Coach, you're right. Let's go on to two quick pieces of news this week, Bryant. We'll get into in this week's cover two. You want it? I'm going to give it to you right now. That's right. And you know what? Bryant requested this uh, sound bite. So uh, let's talk about this. This is related to because we went into the year. Jordan Tamu was the Battle Hawk quarterback in the NFL that we expected. Maybe we'll see him on the field at some time this year. Maybe when the Chiefs wrap up the playoffs or something. And then he ended up on the Lions. Okay. But- also, by the way, real quick, you totally jinxed uh, Matt Stafford. By the way, man never gets hurt. He's always a, he's a, he's an iron horse. He's always out there. And first series, he's just out for the game. Good job. Well, he's literally hurt all the time, but then he got actually like taken out once and for all. Maybe because someone heard me say that. I don't know, but I still I'm a big fan of Matt Stafford. I think he's a tough son of a gun. Uh, but how different is it, though, talking Battlehawks quarterbacks back to where I started here, Bryant? Uh, Jordan Tamu was the guy we thought we'd be seeing, but all of a sudden it's Taylor Heineke. How different it is. Please no cursing. Please no cursing. You looked you, you looked real comfortable running with that football. You looked real comfortable running with that football. Sir. We're gonna give him a second to breathe, Tom. That's not that's not Taylor himself talking. That was Reggie Howard from the XFL, but he said bleep's different, Bryant. Bleep's different when you got Taylor. Hanick, Hanicky? I've heard his name pronounced like 50 different times. Taylor H. Playing QB for the Washington football team, potentially starting if Alex Smith can't go. Dwayne Haskins is gone there now. Weird. That's different from what we expected at the end of the NFL season when it comes to XFL players. 
Uh, it's not something that we expected to have happen in terms of Taylor H's career. Uh, but I'm a fan of to, Taylor to Hansen over Taylor Heineke when it comes to Taylor H's, but that's, I digress. And Heineke, I believe, was assigned QB, if I'm not mistaken, too. He wasn't drafted. Um, he was he one was of that second to, round of draft. To the of Battle Hawks? Assignees. Mm. Yeah. Because um, he was the Panthers' so. uh, backup quarterback before XFL kickoff in 2020. And now has a chance to start if Alex Smith can't go. Um, just a, a kind of a curveball, but also a guy who has some NFL experience. So that's not a big surprise. But that leads me to ask you this, Brian. Who is your XFLer in the NFL of the year? Storm Norton. Over Donald Parham? Yeah. I don't think Donald Parham has done another uh, couple t- He's only He had like two touchdowns and then... Over undefeated P.J. Walker? <sighs> one game. One yeah. game versus multiple games. Yeah, and I'll no, go I with... Just, it, as, a, as a lineman, I'll go with Storm Norton as well. I just wanted to throw other names out there to just to compare. You got to have the other nominees, but it's Storm Norton. Well, but to, back to Taylor Heineke, it's like... You know, this is what the XFL was for. It kept him in shape. He could have been out of football and maybe never played again. Yeah. And the XFL kept him around. And now he's playing for a playoff spot. He could be starting in a game to go to the playoffs. He might actually end up. If he wins that game, we might have to give it to him. We might have to. And and also to think, he's not also the only uh, spring football quarterback that has a chance to bring his team to the playoffs, right? John Wolford, who played in the AAF, uh, he's going to be starting for the Rams. So if all this does is just cements what the XFL can do for players and it's give them an extra chance, give them exposure, allow their careers to be extended and possibly uh, get their teams in the playoffs. Now, let me ask you as a Rams fan, how confident slash excited are you that John Wolford is your QB going into this game? I mean, I saw him with the Arizona hot shots. Um, he had more touchdown passes than, um, than, um, than everyone's MVP pick. What was his name? Uh, Garrett Gilbert? No, yeah, Garrett. Gilbert for the Apollos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he had more touchdowns. Almost beat the Steelers yards. this year. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited, uh, and, I, and I like our chances just because of what's been happening previously with uh, Jared Goff. But uh, at that point, we'll... we'll, we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll shelve that discussion for another podcast. Uh, I, I just think I'm, I'm excited to see these quarterbacks play and actually get these opportunities because, you know, PJ Walker proved that he could be a solid backup in this league at the very least. And if you get him in a team that dedicates their offensive scheme to his skill set, then who knows what he can actually do. And I think that's the other thing too, right? You, you know, you had PJ Walker run in, um, the uh, the run and shoot no wait was that him you if, got if it you get these quarterbacks to play play offenses uh, to play offensive schemes that cater to their skill set who knows how successful they can actually be so I'm excited to see John Wolford I feel like he can run the the Rams offense pretty well let's be running uh, Sean McVay runs that offense anyway he just mm-hmm. needs a quarterback to execute and if John Wolford can execute the plays you know well good set. luck so I think good this luck be a good you. opportunity for him. Good opportunity for Taylor Heineke because he impressed. Did you watch the rest of that yeah, Washington good. game at all? I'm excited. I was chanting Kaka watching that. That team is scary. They beat the Steelers, so I respect them. They've got a crazy good defense, and 
seeing a XFLer now at QB for them and maybe a future XFL quarterback that just got released. Uh, that seems very we'll interesting to me. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> a big caca for Taylor Hennick. Hennick? Hennick? Go get him, Taylor H. Represent the XFL this week and get into the playoffs. Uh, part two of this week's cover two, Bryant, John football is back. Johnny Manziel's going to play in something called the fan controlled football league. It's a seven on seven league. So our friend Vince is going to be super excited for this four teams. And it's going to be on a shortened field, 35 yards wide, 50 yards long. And it's got some celebrity and athlete owners of these teams with stakes in the league. And it's super interactive with fans calling plays and whatnot. And quarterbacks like Manziel are going to be wearing helmet cams, live streaming, John football view while watching the fan controlled football league. It seems a lot like um, the football league that Eric Galco was, was involved with Bryant that we watched a little bit of that the XFL did some business with in terms of uh, prepping and rules prep and all that and mm-hmm. taking some stuff for what was that league called that was for your your football your call football your, your call football yeah so your call this is kind of that but it's seven on seven so this isn't going to be like actual well, Vince should be all over it but. football but uh, John football is back nonetheless in the news because he's going to be involved in this will you watch and what do you think about John football is he inching his way towards maybe an XFL tryout. Uh, no, I wish I, I I can't remember if it's an audio drop or if it was just something. But Oliver Lux said, uh, John Menzel, if he was good enough, he'd be in the XFL. But that's John. That's John now. He's he's mature now. It's just John. Sorry, John Menzel. Uh, if he was good enough, uh, then possibly he would have been in the XFL. Uh, I mean, good for him trying to get you know back out there and actually do what he has to 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 play football. Uh, he, you know, one of those defunct quarterbacks that had such a high profile, but never could just get his feet off the ground. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gonna watch this, but I don't, I don't know if he's even making a play towards any kind of comeback to try to get in the CFL or the XFL. I think it's just a guy kind of looking for some pay and looking to have some fun. Probably doesn't know exactly what he's gonna get into, but he knows he could play a little football in this fan-controlled football league. I mean, his AAF stint was not good, Bryant. He looked kind of lost even in that league. Well, he got injured, I believe, in yeah. in that first or second game. The way he uh, plays. The XFL didn't to, even give yeah. him a chance. Yeah. Um, it, it's, you know, and if he wants to try to continue his, his career in, in a league that looks like it's going to be arena league football, basically, with seven on seven. Um, now, is this seven on seven, like, normal seven on seven or is this like seven on seven arena league style no this we have like it, three down linemen i don't know from what i've read it's 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 gonna be is it even padded i haven't even seen if it said that i just i've read all about the interactive stuff <laughs> i have no idea but they're gonna have cameras on his helmet so he's wearing a helmet so i assume he'll be at least in helmet and shoulder pads i don't know if they're wearing shorts and playing seven on seven tag i don't know but I'm interested to see that, how they do the live stream and what could be taken from that, because that's always something the XFL's probably got their ear out, you know, to the ground about when it comes to innovating the the broadcasting of football. But uh, good luck to John Football. 
And we're going to talk a little bit more about him and some other troubled players here as we wind down the show, though, Brian, because I have I have a fun thing. I think we might have done this even before uh, the draft on the road to 2020. And this is a, a good check in here, a, a good, fun kind of game that we've played before. And we're going to do it in this week's hot read. Stay away or sign them. Let's rock. So stay away or sign them, Bryant. With the release of Dwayne Haskins, John Football in the news and whatnot, I figured it'd be a good time to play that game. We just bring up some troubled football players and say, should the XFL sign them or stay away? And we have, we have plenty we could talk about, although I'd say this was probably a decent year for players not getting arrested. So congrats to them for that. But there's still a handful that we could bring up here. Not even guys who got arrested, but just troubled. Character issues, legal issues. Let's bring up some names of some bad boys. What do you say? John Football, first up. Would you would you give him a look-see or just totally stay away? Sign him or stay away, John Football, in the XFL? I stay away. Totally? I stay away from John Manziel. Yeah. Do you have uh, you a summer showcase? Kind of... Would you invite him? No. I, I don't. You don't want a part of him because, one, he's obviously not that good. Two, why do you want that kind of spectacle around? You got The league has to be bigger than players. has to for it to survive, at least for mm-hmm. the first few years. This isn't the NBA. Uh, this isn't even some Major League Baseball teams. You know, the, the NFL doesn't allow the players to become bigger than the business. Yeah, also, that the, happens. the CFL took a hit even having him in their league. Like, some fans were just yeah. like, ugh. Like, didn't even want to have to defend it, and he looked bad in Montreal. So, yeah, I stay away, too. Just too much of a – he's not even that bad of a guy, I guess, right now. I think he's kept his head above water, but just the – like you said, the spectacle. No thank you. Okay, the very big name this week, Dwayne Haskins. Brought him up with Vince a couple weeks ago when he was on the show. I mean, Dwayne Haskins has some NFL chances left. His – uh, what are these three strikes if he gets those or nine lives? We don't know what he'll get in the NFL, but I definitely think another team in that league takes a shot at him. I don't know. But come 2022, it, it could be a different story. So if he's available, NFL has exhausted his opportunities or he's exhausted his opportunities in the NFL. What do you do? I'm, I sign him if I'm the XFL. And the only reason I sign him is because he's young. Uh, he hasn't had that much negative exposure, really just kind of this fallout with the Washington Redskins. But he has, I mean, he's had these uh, COVID issues and uh, uh, Mr. Party Boy, I guess is what I think somebody called Going to the script club and taking pictures. <laughs> in a, hey, any other time, everybody would have probably been like, hey, he's, having, he's a young guy having a good time. But this is a pandemic, Dwayne. And also your temper tantrums and not being available I mean, this is like some yeah. Ryan Mallett There's some stuff. off-field issues. Yeah, falling asleep, but not fall asleep horrendous or something. Off- yeah, yeah and he's not, um, you know, he's not making the commissioner's uh, list or whatever it's called when you get that bad. Uh, I sign him if he's available for the right price. I mean, he's making millions of dollars, so, you know, obviously financially speaking, it has to make sense. But I think he can help an XFL team, and if he wants to get some playing time, because I don't think anybody's going to take a chance on him being the starting quarterback of their team in the NFL. No, 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 no. Hopefully he doesn't get your Marcus Russell, too, by the way. Oh, and what, become a great big fatso? 
Is that no? Just like completely, just you know, get <laughs> banished from p- football. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. Did they send him home with blank tapes, hoping to see if he'd actually watch them? Yeah, and I, I think he just like got some sandwiches and watched some Netflix. I don't know. I fun story. One time, I worked on a radio show uh, with a host named uh, Brian Weber, who I love and is a great, uh, great host that I've worked with in the past, and. Uh, he had me do his fantasy draft for him at his friend's house. He paid me to go draft his own team because he couldn't make it or something. And then had me come back on the show and report what I did for him. And I got him Jamarcus <laughs> Russell as a starting quarterback that year. So Never trust someone to draft your team for you. That's the lesson. Especially me. You made money. Who cares? Yeah, and also, I mean, would you, would you sign an, him? I'm kind of an LSU mark. That's why, too. I mean, I, I, the Raiders believed in him, so and so did I for some reason. Everyone did. Everyone yeah. did. Well, hopefully, Dwayne Haskins doesn't end up like that. And Wait, you didn't if, say. Would you? Yeah, sign if him? he gets, if he's available, absolutely, you have to for sure. He's so young and really great arm. He showed flashes, I think, even with the Washington Football Team this year, um, of you know mobility and decision making, but. You know, bonehead that he'll probably learn those life lessons that make him hopefully a viable starting quarterback. Going into the season, too. Yeah. So, and if you prove yourself to Ron Rivera like that, I mean, pretty much a hard ass of a coach, I would imagine. Military background, someone you really have to impress with your character and your play. The man was taking Kibo on the sideline, basically. To earn his respect enough to get that C, like there's some hope in Dwayne Haskins, I still feel. Don't feel like he's close to being a Jamarcus Russell, but if he's available, definitely sign him. All right, number three here, Josh Gordon, the troubled wide receiver who was this close to making a return and I guess fell off the wagon. He has substance abuse issues, I guess, and whatever the exact details are, we don't know. All we know is that he failed whatever hurdle he had to get over for his final uh, acceptance back into the league. He did not get over it. Not in the NFL pretty much anytime soon. And I would guess ever. So he might be available. And he's a hell of a talent if his, if he's clean. Um, When the XFL season kicks off, he'll be either at 31 or pushing it. So you're already putting in some, but he doesn't have that, that game. No mileage. On him, right? Yeah. This is like a, a um, this is like a Corvette that's been sitting in a garage for years or like a Mustang sitting in a backyard, just rotting away. Um, <laughs> Shout out to our good friend. Eddie. Yes. Uh, I, I hate to say this, but I'm going to stay away. And the main oh. reason I stay away, hold on, wrong, is you cannot. Well, we're going to disagree on some of these now, and it's going to happen. Uh, the reason you stay away is: can you, financially speaking, afford somebody like that in your league? Can you afford the 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 support that he's probably going to need to go back into a football environment, things like that? Like, I don't know if that's something you want to make an investment in for a player. Oh, I think this league is going to be all about player support and stuff like that, too. Like, if you have substance abuse issues, if you need therapy, like, this is a league I think that's going to look out for players that way, and I hope they do. And I agree. I, Hold on. I, I agree with that, but I don't know if you bring those players in to your league. Like, for players that are in that you didn't know would have those problems, totally. Yeah. But do you bring those players to your league? 
if they're talented like Josh Gordon and he shows he's on some kind of path that he's going to be able to work with with the team that he's on and stay clean and be a good representative of the league and not embarrass himself in the league. Like he, I felt like he was close to doing that with the Seahawks and something happened. Um, I don't know. I just feel like, and also I'm not going to, if it is substance abuse issues, if this guy is an addict or something, which it seems like all indications are that might be, we can only speculate on the exact issues he's had, but it's all kind of revolved around drugs, right? So that's an issue. I at least think that that's like the player might need help. So he's a person who might need help. And the league, I think, will invest in stuff like that to help players who have issues or their family has issues. And I think the league is going to look for players like that that are willing to work at it. And a guy like him might be a perfect candidate. So I sign him. He's so... He's so freaking talented, and he's a Baylor player, which leads us to our next one here, Brian. Sean Oakman, another player with some issues from Baylor who got kicked off an XFL team in 2020, but do you bring him back? It's kind of a hothead. Uh, he's Well, he came back. He came he, back. He played. He came back and played, but... Even in college, he had these kind of issues. His temper? I don't know. Um, what do you do with a beast like Sean Oakman? Sign him or stay away? I think you sign him. He, he showed that he can compose himself and actually play some games, uh, be a benefit to this league, uh, for the Wildcats especially. He might have had some problems in the he might have fixed them. Or maybe maybe if you have somebody um, at the caliber uh, of, of Sean Oakman available to you, you take that chance. It, he, he did some good things, you know, and, and Winston Moss was able to keep him in check. So if you have Winston Moss back as well, maybe that's where, uh, that's how you uh, approach this. Yeah. So from what we saw of him in the league this year, I'd say sign him. I have no idea what Sean Oakman's up to now. And if he's, if he's, as I haven't heard any reports that he's been in any trouble or anything uh, throughout the rest of the year. So if we're getting back to where he was at when the league unfortunately folded, I would say sign him back because he was a productive player that uh, at least Winston Moss proved he could kind of rein him in and, and control his his, ang- his anger issues, I guess. And this decorum at practice was kind of what we've heard got him uh, might have got him in trouble. Uh, I'd sign him. A physical specimen like that, an absolute monster of a human being. You want those kind of players in the league if they can represent your league properly. And uh, I think that might be a risk worth taking. Demarius Thomas, the next name on our list, out of the NFL, might be over the hill, but had a whole lot of talent, DUI issue, and never heard of any other troubles other than him getting near the end of his career. Uh, in some getting some heat that way with the law, Bryant, but an over the hill wide receiver like that, but still, you know, in his thirties, early thirties, what do you do? Uh, well, he'll be closer to thirty five. Oh, I'll be about yeah, about closer to thirty five when this league kicks off. Uh, you can sign him if he was willing to play. You know, if he, I don't know what his current status is in terms of staying in or out of trouble, but um. If he's willing to play, why not? Age is just a number. We saw Will Hill, our defensive player of the year, come in and, and do his thing. Um, One of the elder so states if you trust in the him. league. Yeah, so if you trust him and you feel good about him, I see you can sign him. 
Yeah, I, I, I just think he would probably be in like the Hakeem Nicks uh, vein, who was an older player and got invited to the summer showcase. And that might have just been because it was in New Jersey and maybe to get some Giants fans over to the summer showcases or get eyeballs from the newspapers like Coach June Jones told us. Uh, that was more for optics. So an older wide receiver like that, I don't know. I have no idea about the shape Demarius Thomas is in. I don't think he got in too bad of trouble near the end of his career. I'd be interested to see if he would be interested in the XFL. I think The Rock being a part of this is going to get guys like that. Guys who in 2020 saw the XFL and were like, nah. But now, like being associated with the new XFL brand, that it will that it's going to be more of a player-oriented type game, something associated with literally the biggest star in the world. Um, <laughs> guys like Demarius Thomas, I could see his ears perking up and saying, you know what, maybe I'll I'll take a stab at this. Um I still want I still have some game in me. We'll see. Last one we'll we'll do here. This is a this is a rough one. S- young, super talented, but horrible trouble that got him kicked off of the Washington football team. Darius Geis. Former LSU running back who domestic violence kicked off his last football team. Bryant, what do you do there? I mean, we're talking August that this is the last that he got arrested for. Uh, this isn't something that uh, that is is old news, and this isn't something that seems to be a, a one and done type thing. It's happened a few times for him. Uh, very talented, but I, I think you got to stay away. Yeah, I'm with you. That's a that's an icky situation, and just like going into 2020, they're trying to get upstanding individuals. I don't care how young and talented you are. If you have something on your record like that, that's going to be a lot to get over. Now, I'm, of course, forgiven second chances and people proving themselves uh, ready to, you know, go back into society and, uh, you know, be forgiven for their past sins. But this one's still kind of fresh on the memory, like you said. And uh, I think I don't even know if he's it's officially been litigated or, or anything, but that one was one that stuck out to me because, I mean, I covered the guy in college. Hell of a talent, but that's a stay Strangulation, away from me. assault, battery, destruction of property. Yeah. That's, um, is that's that, a lot of red marks. Yeah, and is that... It was all uh, 2020. Is that that a, was the August arrest. Is that a... Yeah, that's that's not good. So you got some work to do, Darius Geis, if you're going to get back into football, I'm sure. I'm staying away. We'll see, though. End of 2021 could be a different story come when these XFL teams start getting rosters put together, Brian. But thought it would be fun to revisit that fun game. Stay away or or sign them. Let us know what you would do at XFL Show. And if you have any other bad boy players you want to bring up or we missed, let us know. Uh, There you go, Brian. Final show of 2020 in the books. Final show 2020. It's not the way we thought we would end the year as the way we started it. Um, but, but here we are with some XFL football on the horizon. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's kind of like a catch twenty two. They call it right. It's like you're ending the season knowing you're going to get more XF or the, the year knowing there's more XFL football coming, but also you're ending the year knowing that the XFL only had half a season. There's a raging pandemic, and it's unknown exactly what the next XFL football season will look like. But we have one coming nonetheless and that's all i care about yeah at this point we'd be about like six weeks six weeks away from kickoff and now 
uh, we are not, but regardless. We are, yes, this is episode 151, and we are undetermined amount of weeks away (laughs) from kickoff 2022. (laughs) Well, however long kickoff is from now, uh, we'll be with you every step of the way at XFL Show on all social media platforms. Uh, That's Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want, even Facebook, even though uh, Alan doesn't like to admit it. If you got anything, questions, comments, concerns, text, call the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL. Standard text text messenger rates. 724-565-4XFL. Hit it. Hit it hard. Let us know your thoughts on the road to 2022. What do you want to see from the new XFL? Answer our questions for the bad boys segment we just did. Get involved in 2021. It's going to be a long road to hoe, and we want everybody on board. Keeping our minds off of just how far kickoff is, Brian, because we have a whole nother year to live through before we kick off. We we do. It's only 2018 in my eyes. That helps me get through it all. Uh, Subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash this is the XFL show, the official YouTube page of the XFL show, and you can catch us every single Friday here. Uh, on your favorite podcast platform. Just tell your friends about us. Uh, give us that five-star review. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to check out our uh, sponsors. Yes. Pretty Easy Podcast. Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to com. Start the new year with a new podcast. And remember, they make things uh, pretty easy. Yes, they do. They We, we need them to make it easier on uh, Bryant, flipping all these fun switches on the, on the, on the video here. <laughs> learned how to, in 2020, we learned, you learned how to cover an actual football league that was in play, kind of, and, and video production. Learned a lot in 2020. Imagine what we're going to learn in 2021. Imagine if we had these gimmicks for the draft, for the season, oh, for all those things. But we will. When season kicks off in 2022, our lives would have been a lot easier. They're going to be a lot. uh, It's going to be a a really fun in 2021. I know that, and I'm looking forward to it. And like, what's one thing that's different in 2021 that you need, Alan? It's for the different. Oh, from the XFL. Uh, Let me see. I'm going to need more coaches on the show before the season kicks off. That's what I'll need. I like that one. I am going for this, and not for me, for the league in TV contracts. Money. Big money. And he's looking for Get that Get some money for those TV deals. He's looking for that Jeff Bezos money. That's what you're looking yeah, for. I'll feel so much better paying Jeff Bezos $12 a month for my Amazon Prime if I knew that a little bit of it was going to the XFL. What if you get it, but it ends up like being on Tubi TV or Pluto TV? Oh, man. I'm so mad. You would be so mad? mad. I'd be down Apple for TV. Pluto. I'd be down for well, Pluto. Well, I don't have TV. those subscriptions, so I'd have to get them. You realize they're free. Those are yeah, free but don't services. they have like ads and non-ads? No, no, they just have only ads, and it's all free. Oh, well, yeah. that's even worse. I don't <laughs> even have the option to pay out of it. Oh, come no, on. Bryant really hates ads. He's not a fan. That's why we. I actually mute during the podcasting. You just give yeah, me a thumbs up during. Yeah, the whenever we do our one ad on this show, Brian <laughs> mutes it because he gets so frustrated. But it's fun ad. It's whatever you know. You got you had people helping you. All right, everybody, we're out of here. And like Brian said, every Friday we're here. Rain, shine, holiday or not, we had a fun Christmas episode last week. Happy New Year, pal! It's New Year's Day that this show comes out, Brian, and on it's already twenty twenty one. By the time people are listening to this, it will be 2021 
January 1st. No Rose Bowl, no official Rose Bowl, no Rose Parade, uh, but still, our families will be there to watch the football game. Yep, and I will I will be having a lot of champagne, literally, as we mm-hmm. end this show right now, so let's finish it off. Say goodbye for Go Bryant. Home, Happy New Year. I'm Alan. Happy New Year, pal. Enjoy a little bit of the bubbly, everybody. We'll see you for the first show. I guess this is technically the first show of 2021, but last show because it's recorded. Last recording first show. Exactly. Whatever. You know the drill. We're going to be here. Whole nother year before kickoff. Let's do it. We'll see you. Remember, this is the XFL show that you're watching on YouTube or listening on a podcast app. We're still here. We're still going to be here. And remember one other thing. They're listening.